Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Keep Well Friends, a mental health podcast. I am J.D. Holmquist. Uh, welcome back, and welcome to the first mini-episode. Mini-episodes are going to be like 15 to 30 minutes um, discussing a quick topic, something that came up, something that happened, um, you know whether it be um, in the news, in, in in the world, in my life, whatever, or something that came up between episodes, um, reflection on the previous episode, whatever that might look like. Um, and I thought today would be the perfect day to do it. Uh, we, as I said in the first episode, we're not entirely sure what the recording schedule looks like just because we have the Delta variant, and we just now have boosters that are finally getting out to folks, and, um, you know, things are starting to um, move forward on a few fronts that we're not entirely sure what the scheduling looks like. Um, so our hope in the future uh, is to get to a bi-weekly podcast, so one episode every other week, um, and then slowly, you know, add more as we are able to. But again, uh, we are in the middle of a pandemic still and we are working to to end that and first and foremost people's safety and health is the most important and um uh, we will record over zoom on um some few uh interviews that we have coming up that we have scheduled but um i would love to get people in person to be able to record these because it's just it's so much more impactful uh especially discussing what we're discussing uh it can mean a lot so today i i just wanted to talk about um quieting emotions um and i i say that as i'm holding the book calming the emotional storm by oh it's the name that i forgot to look up and i couldn't say it in the first episode sherry van jick um uh, and she has this book and it was the first book that i read during um the biggest part of my mental health crisis earlier this year. And, and it, um, with, with full disclosure today, this is going to be going up the same day I record this. Um, I'm hoping to do that for these mini episodes. I think that the, that the quicker these get up, um, the more, um, real and, and, um, tangible that it can feel to hear. And, uh, so today I woke up, um, everything felt normal. Um, I do get morning anxiety a little bit that lasts a little while. And then I have, you know, um, a coffee turned on the TV and, and I settle in for the day. And I did a, a meditation session this morning. Um, and it felt good. Um, but it didn't quite, you know, it, it, it felt great, um, to do it, uh, but it didn't quite feel, it didn't quite hit right. And I don't know how to word that. And, um, I knew that the day was going to be a little bit off and I knew, you know, bad days and off days happen. And that's something that I'm not great at acknowledging. Um, I, my brain likes to be black or white. Um, so it's an all or nothing. It's either I'm having anything less than a good day is a crisis. And essentially that's this mentality that I want to stay away from <laughs> and that I'm working on. Uh, and I, you know, clocked in for the day and I started working and I started to feel a little more anxious and kind of on edge and like I was just trying to rush through some stuff and I could kind of tell early on today that I was going to have an off day and I let 
you know, I was very forward with Brady and, and my boss. And I said, you know, I, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I just, I need to take a day to rest. I'm not feeling great. And I did, I, my boss said, all right. And I, you know, moved back upstairs, laid down. And then I decided, you know, this would be the perfect opportunity to record a mini episode, um, discussing how we handle these things as they happen. And so the reason that I brought this book back out is because again, I read it at the beginning of the last crisis that I had and at the last crisis, the crisis, not, it's not like I've had 40 of them. Um, and I think I read this very early on to an extent that I really couldn't appreciate it for what it was as much as I, I do now. And there is a, a chunk. And like I said, in the first podcast, this thing is like, I've got bookmark tabs everywhere in this thing. Um, and I thought, what an, what an, uh, what better time to talk about this than on a day that is not feeling the greatest day. Um, and to kind of touch on a few things that I had, um, highlighted in this, um, book in this specific chapter on quieting emotions and the impact of your beliefs. And, um, basically this morning I, you know, I've had days in the past where I've had, you know, a couple of days where I'm like, I don't know, I just feel kind of something feels weird. And, and I've had a, a rough day. And then I think myself into having just a terrible day. Um, I do that. I don't want to say often cause that sounds excessive, but like I, I find myself in an, in that all or nothing state. Um, and so this specific chunk of the book discusses how um, we kind of like how we interpret primary emotions and how that turns into a secondary emotion and how we oftentimes feel like um, that secondary emotion is what it is and I what I'll explain that as I read this. So essentially, um, a chunk of this book it, it just says uh, before we look at the impact that these judgments have, there's one more thing you need to know about emotions, um, which is that there are two types of um, primary emotions and secondary emotions. Primary emotion is how you feel in response to your interpretation of a situation or an event, um, and then a secondary emotion is the feeling you have in response to the primary emotion. So how they have this is, and they have the, this kind of not, it's not even a flow chart. It's just like three steps and it's, it's situation interpretation and primary emotion. And I highlighted this because how we, how I interpret what's going on will elicit a secondary emotion to that. So like I'm having a, you know, an off day, uh, my anxiety is a little bit high. Um, I notice that, you know, my mind is, you know, racing a little bit more than normal. Um, those types of symptoms, nothing really physical, but um, other than my stomach, you know, just kind of having those nerves feeling. Um, and that in itself was kind of the situation. I, I really don't have anything going on, um, particularly, uh, but I have generalized anxiety with my stuff and, and I need to recognize that that means having high anxiety some days. <laughs> and, um, my, my issue is that I have that, 
that black or white line that I like to draw where it's either good day or bad day. And if it's a bad day, something bad is happening. Um, I'm, I never allow myself to just have an off day. Um, and that's again, how that, that's how Brady and I were discussing today and how I interpreted the emotion this morning and that primary emotion of, um, you know, that anxiety, that anxious feeling, I interpreted that anxious feeling as something worse than it likely is. And I will be the first to admit that (laughs) I, I, you know, my brain is probably thinking worst case scenario, um, because that's what it likes to do sometimes. And I have created this secondary emotion, um, of, um, almost fear, uh, and, and fear in the sense that this is going to spiral out of control. And I know I have the tools in place that that type of spiral is not likely. I don't speak in definitives anymore. <laughs> I try not to. Um, but I, oh, well, dog is having a heyday outside. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of work through that this morning and um, what it, it boils down to validating the emotion in the time that it's happening, whatever it is. And this is something that I've really put a lot of effort into the last few uh, weeks in particular is, um, you know, if, if I have a thought uh, that's, I don't want to say dark, but like if I have a, you know, um, a mortality moment, I think is what I even called it to my therapist. Um, if I have moments where I think of my mortality, or if I have moments where um, my anxiety is really high, or I'm, you know, uh, you know, Brady's on his way home from work, and it, it's a little later than normal, and, and my brain kind of starts to wander into the into the territory of what if something happened kind of thing. Um, whatever that emotion is, I have worked hard to validate it, whatever it is, and just let it kind of hit me. Um, and one of the things, uh, that I, that came up in therapy a couple of weeks ago, uh, was that I'm really working on when I have moments of like pangs of nostalgia or like, God, I just wish I could go back to when I was six and things were simple and, you know, whatever it is, uh, I, instead of feeling grief that I don't control time and will go back and fix everything, um, or go back to when that was because I, you know, I, there is no going back. I mean, right now, time travel at least is not something readily available to many of us, but, um, I instead look at it and go how lucky I am to have been able to have a memory to look back on. And, I say that with gratitude and I say that with not, I don't know how to word that. It's, it's hard to look back and know that you can never get something back, but be thankful for it. And I, you know, you hear, um, oh, what is that saying? Um, don't be sad that it's over. Be grateful that it happened. Kind of something like that. Um, but like I came about it in an existential way, uh, of all of this during everything this summer, but I, I learned that instead of feeling this heaviness about something that I have no ability to go back to, I feel gratitude that it ever happened to me to begin with. Um, and that I got to experience that or that, 
you know, there are a lot of a lot of people on Earth that don't have, you know, good childhood memories to think back on. And I can, you know, remember days just chilling outside and playing in the dirt. And and that was a good thing. And and I, you know, that was my biggest worry was whatever I was working on there. And, it you know, it wasn't, you know, bills and, and politics and the world and climate change and all of that. It was you know, the issues of the day were what truck to use to play in the dirt with. And um, by doing that, I'm giving myself the room to validate whatever. I'm, I'm not telling myself I can't be sad about not being able to go back or, or feeling those pangs of nostalgia to want to go back to simple, um, you know, times when I didn't have to worry about stuff. And... Um, I'm not avoiding it by saying I'm grateful. I am confronting it by changing the narrative around it. And there are still days. I mean, today in specific, I probably would love to go back when I didn't have anxiety like this. Um, but one of the books, uh, or not one of the books, this book, one of the things that, that um, here it says on validating emotions, uh, validating your emotions means that you accept them and have the ability to understand them. Not that you like those emotions or want them to hang around, but that you acknowledge their presence and give yourself permission to feel them. So stop struggling, lie back, and accept that the emotions are there. This isn't to say that they are there... Um, this isn't to say that you like that they are there or that you'll be passive and won't be trying to do something about your emotions anymore than someone who was stuck in quicksand and would just quit. Similarly, your emotions, similarly with your emotions, you need to keep working on managing them more effectively. You need to ask for help and you need to look around for tools that will help you pull yourself out of that emotional state. For example, you would say to yourself, anxiety is here right now. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Validating your emotions will not make them go away, but being able to date yourself will prevent you from triggering extra painful emotions for yourself to manage. So that stood out even the first time I read this when I was in a whole different state of mind, was that one of the biggest struggles that I dealt with in therapy was, was the idea that um, when, when they say, you know, let the anxiety wash over you or accept the emotions that are happening is I always assumed it meant like, um, accept the fact you're going to be panicking the rest of your life, you know, accept this agony forever. And that, and, and that was a part of my brain that was being very cynical, but it was also a part of my brain that I didn't have any other perspective on it. I mean, I, you know, you hear it in therapy and you hear it in all of these resources that I, that I had around me, but it wasn't put in a way like in the book and in the way that, that it worded it, it was simply like, no, it's not saying that, you know, you're resigning to a life of agony. It's just that you are accepting that this moment isn't great so that it doesn't trigger anything worse. And what that does for me is, you know, it brings me right back to this morning when I was having, you know, some, you know, rough anxiety, I started to think, oh, no, you know, this is going to turn into something. And I knew that there was a book or there was a passage or there was something that I had read somewhere in the last few months that that discussed this specifically. And suddenly I find myself in that position of I have that primary emotion this morning of you know, of anxiety of, for whatever reason, you know, that, that was occurring, I had anxiety. And instead of just letting myself feel that anxiety, I started to mull on it, which was creating that secondary, you know, emotion 
from how I was interpreting the first one. And, um, that at that moment, that's when I, you know, I contacted my boss, I contacted Brady and I said, you know, I need to take the day off. Um, I need to work on myself. I don't need to distract myself. I just need to let this happen. And then I decided to record this and I thought, if I can't talk about this in real time, uh, I can't ever expect myself to be able to have long-term success in anxiety management. And um, today is just anxiety. Um, and I, I get to have these days where I have some anxiety and I have an off day and I'm just not feeling great. I get to have these days. You get to have these days. You absolutely get to have these days. And not even you get to, we all have, like everybody has days like this and I'm not the only person and I'm not the, going to be the first or the last. Uh, and it's not going to be the first or the last time for me. And I, I, instead of burying myself in work or burying my emotions or not talking about it or, you know, avoiding it altogether, I'm letting it kind of just happen even though this is less than comfortable to have some anxiety, uh, I'm seeing it happen because it makes me feel better that I am making a decision to acknowledge it and keep pushing forward. Whereas in the past, I would wallow a lot and start freaking out. And today, I'm probably going to lay back um, with the pups. I'm going to watch some Designing Women uh, which is another show that Brady has, I don't think has ever heard of, um, prior to being in my life. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just going to give myself permission to feel off today. If I feel like napping, give myself a nap. Um, just listening to myself and giving myself that permission to turn off my own expectations of myself and legitimately just kind of melt into this. And, um, you know, once, once Brady gets home, we'll have dinner and we'll probably, you know, watch a movie or something and just have relaxing time. And, and, you know, I will be honest when he gets home and, and tell him exactly where I'm at and, and what my needs are. And we go from there. And I, I hope, you are able to do that as well uh, when you have these bad days uh, and, and, and those off days. Like I said, I don't want to necessarily call it a bad day, but um, be open or be able to be open with those around you. Um, tell everyone in your circles that you that needs to know. I mean, you don't have to go announce it everywhere, but like um, tell those who need to know what's going on. Um, be upfront with your expectations and your needs and listen to your body. Right now, my body is telling me um, talking about it is good. And after this, we're probably going to play a little bit of fetch with the dog and then lie down and watch TV. And that's what my body needs right now. Um, and I'm going to listen to it. And I'm, I'm going to give myself that day and, you know, look forward to other podcasts. Uh, the next one that I have lined up to record, I'm very excited about. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Um, and a follow, oh, um, follow up from the last time that I thought was uh, a funny happenstance. Um, 
as I told you, I my first well, the first episode is called "How to Survive an Existential Crisis with a Flawless Manicure," and I in the podcast I mentioned how you know I paint my nails. It's a really big anxiety uh, reliever for me, and I follow a particular brand in particular, Christine Rotenberg of Simply Nailogical, and uh, she has her own brand, Hollow Taco, for for nail line and. Um, her birthday is in October of 88, actually, as well, uh, we're the same age, and, um, within a couple, within a week and a half or so after the podcast came out, uh, she launched her birthday nail polish, and her birthday nail polish this year is called None Other Than Existential Crisis, and it's this gorgeous, maroony, like, dark, moody, polish and uh not an ad in any way i just think i was like how like what are the chances of a polish coming out called existential crisis you know after i launched this podcast and and it was it was just when it when it came up and it launched i was like you've got to be kidding me and and yes i ordered a couple and they're on the way and i'm really excited about that but um yeah, I hope all of you have, you know, a wonderful day today. I hope if you're having an off day, you allow yourself to have that off day and that you listen to yourself, even on good days. If you're having a great day, listen to your body, give yourself something good. Thank yourself for um, listening to yourself and giving your body what you need. We are not monoliths. We are not all the same things. We are not all stoic and, and have our, our shit together. We We are wildly complicated human beings with weird biology and we are all a little bit different and we all need a little bit um, of time for self-care and that's what I'm going to give myself today so thank you for listening to this quick mini episode I'm excited to have more of these in the future I hope you have a day that's right for you keep well friends